Thousands of hours of training culminate in this very moment. Ah! To the millions watching around the world. I need to know who's ready Someone's getting knocked out to start the night. Oh, oh An all-out dog fade. This is an absolute war. I'm going to take his jaw for a walk. All-out action non-stop. This is a tough, tough sport. Oh, oh my God! Bone on bone, it's different. It is uppercut city right now. He just turned into a bit of a monster there. Oh, oh what a shot. Oh, boom! I fight like it's my last fight to my death. That's, that's it, that's it, that's it. That's it's all over. This sport is growing and it is going to get bigger. Oh, dear, that is a fight. <laughs> This is going to put bare-knuckle combat back on the map worldwide. Welcome to the Eventful Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Dodge, and I'm the CEO and founder of the Bournemouth Sevens Festival and the revolutionary Event Crowd, our new online events course. On this podcast, I speak to fascinating people who have all lived eventful lives. So if you want to hear more like this, make sure you subscribe, leave us a glowing review, and you can follow me on Instagram at Dodge Woodall. I reply to every single message. When it comes to combat sport, bare knuckle boxing is one of the purest and toughest disciplines out there. It's certainly not for the faint hearted, but its popularity is back on the up thanks to Joe Brown and Jim Freeman. The pair have dragged the sport into the 21st century by adding a level of professionalism, production quality and ambition with their brand BKB. They put on incredible successful events in venues such as the O2 Arena in London and get millions of views around the world. We chat about their mission to change preconceptions, rival boxing and MMA on the world stage and highlight some of the toughest athletes on the planet. These are the eventful lives of Mr Joe Brown and Jim Freeman. Joe, Jim, welcome to the show, boys. Thank you. Thanks for having us on. Cheers, buddy. Happy days. Let's, um, let's roll all the way back. Where did you grow up and when did you two first meet? So, um, yeah, I'm a, a London boy. Grew up in London, um, Ealing, Slough, them sort of areas and that. So, yeah, just um, that was my background. Then we moved up to Shropshire when I was sort of um, a teenager. Um, yeah, and then sort of been around a bit. Um, we met at the BKB, one of the BKB shows. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah, ah. quite funny. So, so bare knuckle boxing. Tell me, so you met at, at a show? Did you get your idea from being at someone else's show? I saw it on Facebook. That's how I come about it. I saw it on Facebook, and I got chatting to the guy that was doing it at the time. Guy, he was doing it at Dave Courtney's garden, of all places. Was he? Yeah, yeah. And I could see the roughness and the the crowd was there. Yeah. But there was no razzmatazz, there was no class to it. Yeah. And I thought, if I could get a hold of this and do a little bit better, and then I generally thought, if we can get it to the O2, we've cracked it. Yeah. So what, what, year, what year did you get that idea? 2014, 15, yeah, I would say. 15. Was it? Yeah, yeah. so not long ago. Okay. And what, what, you, you were in Dave Courtney's back garden? I wasn't, no. That's where it was. Okay. And you saw it online? So, so I, went, I went to Dave Courtney's back garden once, just to kind of look at it, and it was... It was all the kind of stereotypical stuff you'd associate with bare knuckle and the misconceptions with it of hay bales, Dave Courtney's house. It was about three fights the whole night, two hours standing around waiting. It was just horrible. It wasn't yeah. an event. It was just, you know, a couple of rows and that was it. Um, and then Joe had obviously got involved and he put one on and he was with um, a guy that I knew. 
and it was in Wales in in a barn and again with the hay bales but Joe had done it all with like some seating some stands and all that and the other guy had done it where like and you run events mm. turn up on the day and pay your tickets well mm. you know what happened is you're thinking oh there's going to be sort of 500 people they've all said they're coming on the day you know my aunt is ill I can't make mm. it ended up being about 100 people there wasn't it, it? and I was I was actually doing the bar right okay so Joe came up to me and obviously I was meant to give Joe a bit of kickback for doing the bar and Joe was like look I can't take anything I'm really sorry stand on me I didn't organize it that, that's crap I'm, I don't put my names that it'd be better next time and we went there and I said to him I said like look I think we could get involved and I get involved and we could make this kind of something wasn't it yeah because the um, crowd crowd were mad for it weren't they yeah them that yeah. turned up were anyway yeah, yeah. And then I remember that day I went around to all the fighters and all the fans and I and um, you'll back me up on this. I said yeah. to them all, "This will never happen again. Yeah. We're going places from here. This is not acceptable." Yeah. So that's where it all started. Wow, nice. And then did you say to each other, "Let's go as partners"? At that point, were you like, "Hold on a minute, we can do this together"? No, Joe still had someone helping him do some bits for a little bit, but um, we, we, I then just helped out that guy. So I was like, "Look, my mate's the chairman of Kettering Town. We can put an event on on the football field there coming up into the summer." make it a nice event, a bit better than what we're doing. I said, you know, my thing was always, there's never no history of boxing in hay bales. Yeah. It's just a load of load of nonsense someone's done for TV. If you yeah. look at it, you Google on it, you put in, you know, old bare knuckle fights, old boxing. It always was a roped area. Yeah. And that's what it was. So it was like, you know, no one's going to, who can fight is going to fight in hay bales. You want to be able to box, foot move, and it's all the part of yeah. part of it. So it was kind of like, look, if we're going to have a density, and obviously Joe was always like, I completely agree. I want it in the O2. So it's got to be a product that people can can look at and go that that's something really good, yeah, wasn't it? And that's and yeah. that, so that's where and that's where we went. And then we did that show, and and the guy again dropped the ball on it big time, doesn't it? And then we kind of just sort of ended up together okay. as like, look, we you know after we then tried a few times, you could see we shared the same vision, wasn't it? Yeah, you yeah, know, that's literally where it all started. Yeah, okay. And the bare knuckle boxing itself, where did that originally start from? Was that a travellers sport? No. So bare knuckle boxing used to be the biggest sport in this country. So Big Ben is actually named after Big Ben Gaunt, who was a bare knuckle boxer. What Big Ben is in the Big Ben, clock as in the clock in London, is, is named after right? a bare knuckle boxer. So it used to attract, you know, even back in the day, sort of ten thousand pounds, which is like half a million quid now fees for the best boxers to fight. It was the biggest sport, bigger. It was the football of the Victorian times. Is that right? Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. Never knew that. Yeah. You know, you listen as a as a, a bloke. You know, we all, there's all different combat sports. Every bloke still likes a knockout, doesn't they? Mm. Likes a punch up or whatever, you know, and, and that's and that's where it was. But that's how big bare knuckle was. And, and, you know, obviously the history was always here in the UK. You know, we like with anything, we kind of invent it and then other people run away with it, don't yeah, they? Yeah. You know, and did you, when before you got, you, before you created the brand bare knuckle boxing, was it British bare knuckle boxing? No, it was a uh, UB bad. No, it's B bad, wasn't it? Oh, B bad. Was, was it broken? So, so, so yeah, bare Joe had picked it up off this yeah. other company who just was. You know, it was just in pubs and like you'd imagine. Mm. And it was called cool. B-Bad. It was like broken knuckles and so it was... It was just, and dust-ups. Yeah. Just, Is that what it was? Just, yeah, yeah. Was yeah. Broken knuckles yeah, and dust-ups. Yeah, yeah, just, like, we need to change this. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like you could have picked a worse name yeah. for a company. Like, you know, no one's ever going to come to that. And then... Yeah. And then, um, and what year did you pick that name up? And thought, you know what? I can grab this, tweak the name and create my own brand. You know what? It was the missus. She got into, she, she got into my head and she was like... We was all talking about it at the same time, wasn't yeah. we? About making the rules and all these sort of things. Like a lot of people don't realise, we invented the modern rules for bare knuckle. Is that right? Yeah, we mm. trademark. We owned the trademark yeah. for them rules. You know, we started from scratch and we brought all these rules in. We trademarked the, the, the actual brand in bare knuckle boxing. So, so it's right. not. It's nothing to do with British uh, boxing control. 
no, no, no. Boxing controls, nothing no, across that. No, quite, no. quite the opposite. They've okay. actually tried to shut us down. Have they? Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. So I've still got the, I've still got the email. So uh, it's quite funny because we were just talking about it. it's five years the anniversary since we hit that first goal that we wanted was to be at the O2, and I remember it because um, we had we, we we was approached by um, Frank Maloney, Kelly Maloney. Yeah. Um, you know, trying to get involved, wanted a percentage of the company. It just didn't feel right. And we're like, I'll get you in the O2. I can do this. I can do that. And it just, we both went away. It's like, didn't feel right. It's like, we can just do that ourselves. Yeah. And then and when we did it and we'd had about seven meetings, um, the manager of the actual O2 really loved it. And you know, like what happens in these big corporate structures, you get- Go up the ladder to get the sign yeah, off. Yeah. You get one guy likes it. Yeah. Another guy's head of security don't like it. And you know, you have, so we had like seven or eight meetings to get the show on. And then we kind of got approved. We, you know, we had to present all our safety rules, all the things that we've spoke yeah. about. So to do that, to get to that point, we were down in, I felt I was, I lived in the O2 at one point. Mm. And then um, the Manchester Terror Attacks happened at the Avril Grande concert. Yeah. And that was a month. Was that 2017? A month before our show, that was. Yeah. yeah. So then you can imagine every kind of event yeah. was, was scrutinized and worried then. So then we had to go through another, we had another seven meetings in that last month. Yeah. You know, we was, we was off, we was on. You know, I, I had black hair till we had that, yeah. that, that, just that one yeah. month. It was literally it's crazy. I remember it well because we had our festival a week after. And all of a sudden we're like, oh my God, we need machine guns at our festival. We need yeah. more security and police just to protect yeah. the customers coming in to give them that safety feeling. That's what it was like at the OT. Yeah, yeah. okay. They put all that airport yeah. scanners in. So yeah. we had to go through Sorry. all them extra procedures they was doing. Plus then, of course, it sh- shown a spotlight. And it was like, yeah. we haven't had these guys before. And then again, you know, you get a couple of people in a corporate structure who are like, it's going to be a load of undesirables, yeah. a load of travellers. The place is going to get smashed up. We don't need the headlines after that happened at yeah. Manchester. So it was really sort of touch and go. That first event was like, I remember when we did it the day after, wasn't it? And it was actually like the first time, you know, because you get so focused on what you're doing and moving forward, yeah. you forget what you've actually achieved. Yeah. I think that was the only time we actually was like, we actually done something. Yeah. You know, we done. Yeah. Was that your first big event, was it, at the O2? No, we'd had some we'd had some big events. We'd had we'd Liverpool Echo Arena we'd gone to. So if you if we if we roll back the years when you come up with the idea, say 2015, 2016. How many events did you go, you know what, did you look at the major cities and go, let's look at Manchester, let's look at London, let's look at Liverpool, let's yeah. look at Birmingham? Yeah, Where, we did. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. We touched all of them, really, yeah. didn't yeah. we? We did touch, and then we ended up in London O2. London O2 is London O2. Yeah. Yeah. You go there, your name's up. It's one, one of the best in the yeah. world, the O2. Yeah. You can yeah. see go there. Yeah. Why would you want to go anywhere yeah. else? And um, we ended up there, and the fan base want to come there. Yeah. And it just tripled, didn't it? Yeah, quadrupled. Yeah, and it was, people love coming. We sell out every show now. Mm. Sold out before two or three weeks before. What gamble did you take in that first London show to know to know you actually had a business model? You've got to go and pay rent for the O2, right? What sort of wedge was that? It wasn't roughly. Too, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. Tens of thousands. So. Yeah, but roughly, what are we talking? 10, 20, 30 bags? For, you're 30 talking grand, about 40 that, yeah. Grand, yeah. 30, 40. Yeah. 30, 40 grand. Yeah. So you're, you're laying 30, 40 grand up front. Yeah. You then got how many fighters you got to pay? So it's 22. 22. So we have 11 fights. So it's, yeah, 22 fights. So it's 22 fights. And what sort of money would you be paying the better fighters versus the, the ones who you really want there to, who are going to sell tickets? So all our fighters are in the range of thousands. Yeah. Between sort of one and, and upwards. And that's kind of the, the sort of pay structure of where we are okay. currently. Because um, a very embryonic sport, right? Yeah, of course. You're in the real early stages. Yeah. And it's wonderful that you're on the show that we're talking about this. Because in 20 years time, I'd imagine bare boxing might, might overtake some of the big sports. It, it, this will yeah. be the big, com, you know, biggest combat sports. I'm old enough to remember where boxing, glove boxing used to look down its nose at MMA. It was like, that's, that's right. never going to take that's off. Right. Who wants to watch cage fighting and all yeah. that? And now it's, it's on it's par with it. Yeah, or gone up. You could certainly make that argument. Yeah. Um, and and I think it, you know people are always looking for that new thing. It's a bit of a cycle, isn't it? Yeah. You know, MMA is sort of twenty years old now. People are a little bit bored of it. And I think apart from the hardcore people, 
the jiu-jitsu, the groundwork. Yeah. It's not really fan friendly, is it? Mm. You know, bare knuckle boxing yeah. is knocked out. Bare knuckle you know? boxing is brutal. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, yeah. It is brutal. It's bone on bone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like we've what? seen some yeah. damages, haven't yeah. we? <laughs> yeah. we, we? We were just saying, imagine, you know, so you're, you're at the O2, it's a sold out show, you're under the lights, you're going out to 52 countries. Yeah. You've got all your pals there, you've sold tickets to, yeah. who wants to get knocked out in yeah. front of all oh, that? Oh, God, Jesus. You know? <laughs> it, takes a, it takes a ballsy character to get in the ring. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not for, we, we all say as well, is, you know, like we were saying earlier about being this sort of adolescent stage, that's where we are. You yeah. know, it's not like, you know, like if someone said to me, I'll give you a million quid to go fight him, I'd fight anyone for yeah. a, million, a million quid, a million quid, isn't yeah. it? You know, I'll get knocked out, but whatever. Yeah. You're talking about guys doing it who've got jobs, yeah. who've got other, you know, go back to work on a Monday morning. You've got to give them guys a lot more credit than the top guys who yeah. are getting the, the compensation in terms of money yeah. for doing it. What's the, what's the, what's the, the most amount you've paid to a fighter? Well, it's been quite a lot, I would say. Yeah. Was, um, yeah. 20? Yeah. 20 dude. Yeah. And what country was he from? He was American. Yeah. Yeah. Really? American, American yeah. Guy, yeah. yeah. So who, 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 do you identify, where are you finding these fighters? Obviously, where are the fighters come from? Are you looking at Poland? You're looking at Ukraine, Russia, so England? The, so obviously, you know, 90% of our revenue, so we, we, you know, back in the old days, and we did shows in Nottingham, Coventry, Newcastle, um, we was at the Skydome, the ice rink in Coventry as well. We had, you know, Liverpool Echo Arena. We, yeah. we kind of went around. So you kind of predominantly looked like people that were local that were going to put some bums on and seats. And sell tickets, yeah. yeah. put some bums on yeah. seats for you. And that's still very much where you have to be. But we're in a position where over the years, I counted out, we're, we're um, just under 100 countries being represented in Bare Knuckle. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So we've, that you've paid? Yeah, that we've wow. been over and, and, and fought for us. You know, we've had, in the old days, people just messaged us. We've got a guy still with us now called Eric Olsen. He, his first fight, he was like, he's from New York. And he was like, I want to come and fight for you guys. This was when we was in like a wedding market. Yeah. In Nottingham. <laughs> and I was like, look, we can't afford to pay you a yeah. flight tonight. He said, listen, man, you just give me whatever the local purse is and I'll pay myself to come over. Oh, wow. He said, I just want to come and do bare knuckle boxing. Seven wasn't years it? later. Yeah. He's and he's still with us. With us. Seven years on. He's yeah. fighting in, in, in June. June. Two weeks, two weeks time. Love he's fighting it. a Polish guy. Love it. Yeah. Just one is like that, that challenge of doing something new and different. Uh, where are you finding these fighters from? Is it word of mouth? The early a day. lot of it is now. Yeah. Now yeah. it is, but a lot, a lot of it back in the day was us trying to talk them into mm. fighting, if that makes sense. Because mm. a lot of them would be, oh, no, I'm not going to do bare knuckle. Now people approach us. Yeah. I'm desperate to do bare knuckle. So yeah. that's that's great for us. Yeah. It, you know, it's changed. Yeah, you, yeah. you had a very small pool of fighters that were like sort of the first the first guys, and it was very difficult to, to attract new people. Even now, so, uh, you know, we, we still attract mainly fighters, obviously, from other combat sports who experience. If I speak so to what them, other combat sports are coming over to bare knuckle boxing? All of them, all of them. What's the MMA, MMA boxing? Yeah, 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 absolutely all of them. So if I speak to an MMA fighter, there's probably about a 80, 90% chance they'll do it because they're used to sort of fighting in four ounce gloves. So yeah. going bare knuckle doesn't really frighten them. <laughs> Kickboxers, they're all mental characters because yeah. they're elbow and kickboxing or they don't care, you know. What I mean? like, <laughs> but your glove boxers, yeah. probably only about 25%. You know, we've had like, we've had world champion, ex-world champions and world level boxers come to our show and be like, no, 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 I'm not doing that. No, <laughs> no I'm not about that. Like, I, I wouldn't yeah. fancy going yeah. in there. It's funny because uh, Frank Bruno, a lot of people probably don't realise this, but he's the ambassador to our brand. Is he? Yeah, yeah. yeah he's been with us, what, five, about five years? Yeah, yeah oh, he's a country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, six, six yeah. seven years yeah. he's been with us. Yeah. Uh, National top, treasure, right? Oh, he is, yeah, yeah. The place yeah. just rises when he yeah. walks yeah. in. Yeah. Bruno, Bruno. Yeah. But yeah. Um, you want to see his face when he's watching. Yeah, sure. I watched some clips this morning, lads, and I was the same. Yeah, I was watching yeah. it on my phone. I was like, oh, jeez. Yeah. These are tough, tough men. Yeah. Yeah. Toughest of the tough. And, but we've and, got great uh, medical in place. That's what, why we have to have. What's the difference between bare knuckle boxing and boxing? 
So the apart from the obvious, the the main rule sets changes. We do two minute rounds rather than three minute rounds. Okay. So it's fast and furious. Our point scoring is slightly different. Where we we try and actively encourage people go for knockdowns and knock knockouts to make it a little bit more. You encourage different. people for knockdowns and not knock, knockout. Yeah, yeah. What? So someone who's bashing you up, you're going, oh mate, don't knock him out. Just well, the, knock him down. The crack, the crack, the crack. <laughs> no, no, I don't to, think he's no, no, to go, that. no, to go, to go for both. Oh, but right, obviously, okay. you, yeah. the, the crowd really, the crowd. You know, a lot of people come to all our events. And they really respect the fighters. And, and actually, you touched on a point that's a good point is you find, so if a guy gets, because we do a standing 18 count rather than eight. Oh, it's a standing 18, 18 count, is Yeah, it? so it gives you a little bit of time if you're tough to just get to the end of the fight and really give it a go. And the crowd are really appreciative of it. So you'll get to about 12, 13. And like, come on, come on. And he's like, right, I better get up now. <laughs> I go again. Even if he's thinking to himself half and thinking, oh, I don't want any I of wish, that. Yeah. I wish it was 10. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We've had lots of that, haven't we? Yeah. 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 We've had the, uh, the early days, we had, a, we had a couple, didn't we? And we soon got rid of them sort of people. Like, you know, they'd get knocked down. You see them in the corner. Well, I look up thinking, oh, I ain't having this there's anymore. One, <laughs> yeah. There's one that springs to mind. I, I, I told you this day, he did yeah. not get hit. Yeah. He did not get hit, and I could just see he fan- didn't fancy it. Didn't he, fancy he, it. He took a couple of rig dips, and then all of a sudden he was, he was on the floor. Yeah. yeah, yeah like, we, does he so, so when you're doing the purse bid, are you saying to the fighters, this is what I've got, do you fancy coming to fight? Yeah. I'll give you 10 grand, or I'll give you a grand. And they'll just go, yes, I'm in, or no, I'm not. They're, they're, they're all our yeah. fighters. So we sign them all exclusively for bare knuckle. What we allow them to do is they can dip in and out. So if they want to take a glove fight, if they want to do an MMA fight, they can do that. We just have their brand for the bare knuckle side of it. And as it's turned out, most of the lads have kind of then pushed away the other combat sports because for various reasons, they love it. They can keep active enough. There's enough shows. Um, but that's 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 how we do it. So we do it a little bit like the UFC where we don't care who wins. So there's yeah. no home away guys. You know, it's just the best guy wins on the night. And I think they give the best fights. It's like with all our guys, you know, in boxing, you know, you look at even the best, the best cards, matchroom cards, you'll go, European bin man yep. versus prospect. Yep. He's going to win that. He's going to win that. He's gonna... And you know most of the card a lot of times. Yep. It's not often you get a really good card with us. They're all our lads. It's just the best lads. We, we sit on a Friday night, every Friday before the show, and we go, right, who do we think will win? And we guarantee you'll get at least four or five or 11 fights where we completely do. We just disagree on who's going to win. Really? And that's yep. that's that's what That's exciting. Want. And we matched them. Yeah. yeah. But that's yeah. exciting. Not not knowing, got right, yeah. knowing going into a fight, watching a fight, knowing it's a 50-50, that's the most exciting yeah. part yeah. as a customer. And the customers appreciate it. You can tell yeah. that because the fan base has changed. Whereas before they would follow the fighter. Yeah. Now I would say possibly 50% even more follow the brand. Okay. So as soon as we announce a show, they're sold. Yeah. yeah. Brand is key. Businesses come and go, lads, as we yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. Brands can stay yeah. for a long time. Yeah. And that's our unique selling point is yeah. being have to have good fights. Yeah. That's what we want. We want everyone to come and go, it was a good night. You know, I enjoyed it. The fights were good. And, and the feedback's always been good like that. And that's yeah. been our core principle is, yeah. you know, it's very easy, especially in the days like today where you get guys that have got big followings for various reasons and we have them and oh, I could sell you like a thousand tickets and I want to fight this guy. And it's like, that's not a good fight. Yeah, you know, it's good for us in the short term yeah. because we can put quite a few you know pounds in, in, in the purse mm. without doing anything, but it's not our core principle, you know, and we've, we've hurt our brand in a little way in the short term. Mm managing it like that isn't it yeah, you know we had tiktokers and all that kind of stuff yeah, okay. i just want to have one but it's got got to be a guy and you're thinking you know want to fight him because you know you're going to beat him yeah you know and, and that's that that's that's how does the business model work lads i've been in events 25 years i know my business model work on events how does yours work is it exactly the same go and hire the venue pay the fighters take the door money do you deal with yeah. sponsors as well do you deal yeah, with sponsorship got, yeah. do you deal with the bar how does your business model work not the o2 no bar yeah a bit above that um but yeah, similar to that, obviously. Mm. Yeah, it's along them ways. You know, there's not great money in this sport. Mm. There isn't. It's in its infancy. Mm. You know, we're, we're creating something here. So that's where we're at. Yeah. 
Hence why the 50-50 fights, we want the exciting fights. It's not about money for us. Yeah. It's about legacy and leaving the brand. It's about yeah. the brand. And obviously, the brand further up. down the line, it being worth something. Obviously, you're speculating that of course, it, of course. Then it's something you built, then someone can look at it, it comes in and goes, it's similar to the UFC. You yeah. know, the UFC, Dana White. we always say about it, that the first deal they did, I think, was like for $40 million. Yeah. Um, but what they did clever was they kept a small percentage of the business and then it sold for $6 billion. Yeah. Well, that small percentage and just dwarfed the $40 million they took originally. So yeah. that's 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 where you are. That You know, you get a ready-packed brand for someone to come in and go, this is good. Do you feel like your brand's in a good place in 2022? Do you think you could take it to another level, the brand? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how's the how's the brand grown since 2017 to where we are today over the last five years? From Unrecognizable. Start? Yeah. Unrecognizable. It's completely different. Even down to the fighters we get now are more professional. You know, fighters come and go, as you say earlier, you yeah. know, the brand's the brand. Yeah. But the fighters we're dealing with now are definitely different yeah. to what we were in the early yeah. days. Yeah, oh, yeah, like chalk and cheese. It's completely different. I think, I think like all the sort of people that are in our business, eventually you'll feel it. Obviously, COVID put a pause on everything yeah, for a course. couple of years. Now, we was in a position where we had two events during COVID lockdown with all the, the no crowds and all that kind of stuff. And there was only UFC. Eddie Hearn was putting shows in his garden. Yeah. And we put on shows. We managed to get through Sport England and be approved as an elite sport, yeah. which was incredible. Yeah. You know, again, that's something that forever, when you look back and we finish this journey, it'd be like, Remember when we got approved as an elite sport, bare knuckle boxing? We were the pioneers. Yeah, yeah, amazing. We was, we was there, so that was that was that. I think you know, moving forward now, you know, it was just about getting a few events on at the O2, wasn't it? Filling it back out. Our last one was was a spectacular show, sold out. Um, we've booked Miami for next year, so going international, you know, taking our brand international. We've we've teamed up with a with a company in America as well, so we have fighters from their company coming to us. We have we've had fights there. We got a guy fighting on Saturday, yeah. um, who's got a great story. He's fighting in in Mississippi, in Biloxi, Mississippi, over there. Um, and then we've 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 put together a perspective for Thailand as well. So I would imagine first quarter next year we'll have America and Thailand on the books. So if you're going to Thailand, you're pay- are you paying for those fighters to f- fly out there and fight? So what, or do what, they pay for themselves? No, we'd pay for them. But what we'd probably do is have an undercard that would be local guys, yeah, you know, and, and stuff. So again, we've got to a bring couple a of gyms over there, yeah, yeah, yeah to, to put some bums on seats. Um, and then we'd we'd fly over a few fighters and have a few sort of top fights, and you'd sort of do it like that. Because yeah. again, it's all just spreading the word and and, yeah. and you know growing growing at a sort of pace. So we, we mentioned matchroom sports there, Eddie and Barry. Eddie and Barry Hearn. Have you had a conversation with those lads? We haven't, but funny enough, they tried to stop the show, they, the yeah, first ever O2 yeah, show. Yeah. Um, in what, 2017? 2017, yeah. They got um, The O2 got an email saying, if you put the BKB on, we'll look at our contract with you going forward. But luckily, yeah. strangely, Kenny stuck with us, didn't he? Yeah, the manager. Because I think that, respect for him, you know, yeah. like with guys like that, it was like, it goes two ways. They either go, all right, yeah. stuff the BKB, they can get lost. Yeah. Or it's like, well, who are you to tell me? And yeah. I think it went a little bit like that. And then, Roger Smith of the British Boxer Club Border Control followed up with an email from because basically um, Matchroom had a show the same night in the main arena mm. and we was in the small arena. Now they, oh, I see. So it's yeah, the same night. Yeah, yeah. So Matchroom are thinking maybe the clientele coming to bare knuckle boxing might be different to boxing, but I would imagine it's pretty much the same, right? Well, we got a lot. Very similar, yeah. 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 We got, it's the same. We got a lot yeah. of press. Well, they only had about 6,000 in the main arena yeah. and we filled out 2,500 in the small arena. Yeah. So... Obviously, they looked at it. For me, it's a badge of honour. Yeah. Because you know, they looked at it and thought, I don't what's all this about? Yeah. How are they getting, you know, like... Did like you that? read the email? Yeah. What did yeah, it say? Yeah. 
just basically said it's um it it said it wasn't sanctioned by the British Boxing Board Border Control. So when the O2 obviously they brought it up to us, I was like, we don't want to be sanctioned by them. We're a completely different sport. Yeah. We're nothing to do with them. What's this? that's like you know it, it's completely irrelevant. Yeah. You know, and so yeah, and we just batted it back and and, and went on and, and lucky enough, like I said, the guy at the O2 really backed us, didn't that's he? That's what got us through, wasn't it? it was yeah. him being being brave. He, yeah. he was being brave to be yeah. fair. And he still says to this day, doesn't it? It's the best show he has on. Yeah. It does the best bar, best crowd. Yeah, yeah. No trouble with no pla- trouble because no they they rate you at the O2. So yeah. as a promoter, mm. um, sort of like bronze up to platinum. We're a platinum promoter, which which is basically on sort of any trouble, yeah. bar takings, Good to what deal sort with. of crowd you get to. Yeah. yeah, and we're top. So basically, if say you wanted to book an event, and you booked Saturday June the fifteenth or whatever, and we wanted that night, and you was a bronze promoter. We could go. We want that show, and we take that event yeah. off you. And that's how. That's the relationship we've now got at the O2. Yeah. You know, it's, it's you know we, they squeeze us in events. Um, the prices come down loads for the thing. You know, we we don't even. It's just so easy to put on a show now with them guys. Has bare knuckle boxing ever been illegal in the UK? I don't think it has. has no, it? no, no, it hasn't. It's never been illegal. Mm. People seem to think it has been, yeah. but no, it never was illegal. I think what happened is it went underground. That's right. People yeah. were having straighteners in car parks and stuff, weren't yeah. they? Yeah. yeah, and all this sort of stuff. And then I think that's what damaged the sport. Yeah. So, see, on the face of it, when you think about it, so the, obviously it was bare knuckle boxing and someone was like, let's put padded gloves on because it protects the fighters. Yeah. And you think to yourself, yeah, it makes sense. And until you start breaking it down and going, okay, because we've all seen it, you've seen boxing fights. Mm. They have a 12-round fight, 36 mm. minutes. They sit on the ring apron, do, do their um, interview and they go in there and they get a brain bleed and they, they die. Yeah. Because it's the repetition of the blows on the head that does yeah. it. Your face, if anyone has a bare knuckle fight, your features in your face, the bleeding and all that yeah. will give up long before yeah. you get the brain damage. Which is why that the, it's the unseen injuries that the biggest danger in, in boxing. And you don't have that in bare knuckle mm. because the fight stopped before mm. it. So it's actually safer. You know, we've got, we've commissioned doctors for reports. There's, uh, there's independent doctors who've done reports. To actually say that, obviously, you know, most doctors will put the balance in and go, look, there is no safe combat sport. No, of course. You know, yeah. of course, and you know, that's that's a sensible sort of you know mantra to have. Mm. But for 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 bare knuckle, if you if you actually start thinking about it, you think it actually makes sense. Mm. You know, you're going to get a cut, or you're going to give up, or you're going to before you get that kind yeah. of that that sort of you know softened yeah. repetition of blows where it's blown. And you know, you've you've met ex boxers and mm. stuff. A lot of them, you know, because it's just all the, the rounds of sparring and the fights. It's, That's right. It's kind of horrible. So these factual fighters, then they've got daytime jobs. Some have. Some do it professional now. Yeah, there's there's some a few, have got yeah. big sponsors and whatever yeah. you know. So how do you get the? How do you at such an embryonic stage of this sport? How do you get these prof- uh, amateurs turned into full-on professional fighters? It comes down to money, right? A lot of it's money, but a lot of it's, it, we're getting out there now. We've got a big social media following, yeah. haven't we? We're yeah. millions of hits now. Yeah. You know, we're at that stage. So I think they want a bit of that as well. So yeah. that helps. It certainly helps. And they want to look good, obviously, on the TV. Mm. And what have you, so. mm. We're helping each other. So this massive growth that you've had on social media and views and hits, because people are loving to watch in the MMA, loving to watch the bare knuckle boxing and the boxing. How quickly has this grown on socials? And views on YouTube's. You're more, you're more yeah, it's, 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 it's still growing. Yeah. So, you know, it, again, a lot of it with, with with the views these days, sometimes it can be the stupid stuff that you get the most views. Yeah. You know, we had it where RF Barrington, rest in peace, he picked one of the fighters up when he was breaking them up and just hoiked him over his shoulder. <laughs> yeah. And it kind of just sort of went viral. Is that one-eyed Baz? Yeah, one-eyed Baz, oh, yeah. Legend. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was our ref for years. He was, was he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah, yeah. for years. Oh, bless his soul, yeah. man. So, um, yeah, obviously it was his funeral last, last mm. week and... Tom Ross, our head of media, did a speech for for BKB. Oh, really? So, yeah, because he, he kind of like 
his wife said to us that, you know, he's got his bare knuckle family, his football family and his, his personal family. And she wanted one of each to oh, speak wow. and stuff. So, yeah, so it was an important part of his life and it, we were glad to be sort of part of it. You know, sad what happened. But yeah, the, but back to the thing, there was, yeah, there was that, that click kind of went viral. So sometimes it's the kind of the silly stuff that, yeah. that people look at. But I think what I try and judge it on is the core fights. How many people are watching the core fights yeah, okay. regularly and stuff? And that's where you kind of, you know, look at it. Everyone loves to see a knockout. Yeah. Oh, yes. And everyone loves to see a heavyweight knockout. Yeah. How big are the heavyweights in your division, in your in your sport? They're big, but I'm the same with glove boxing. I like to see a heavyweight knockout. Yeah, same. But in bare knuckle... It doesn't matter. It makes no difference. Yeah. It makes no difference, yeah. does it? A knockout's a knockout. It's so exciting. Yeah. You know, small lads, it's like, ooh. Yeah. You know, it's, it's we, we, we've got so exciting that, that they've like been folded like a deck chair. Yeah. It's like, yeah. you yeah. know, you feel sorry for the lads because, again, yeah. it's, it's difficult for us because, you know, like... If we were just boxing glove promoters, you could really back your boy, as yeah. it were. You kind of can't because, you you know, you feel sorry for some of these guys and their journey and stuff. And we were talking about yesterday with the sort of mental health of fighting. Mm. And, you know, you get that 10-week count where they're putting it all in, yeah. putting it all in and looking for that event. The event happens and, you know, sometimes it's only a six-minute fight and then they feel empty afterwards. You know, where do they go yeah. with that and what do they do and yeah. stuff? And it is that. Yeah. And especially if they lose, mm. you know, it's, it's it, you know, it's, it's, it's really difficult. And, and then, and obviously even worse when the end of the career comes about yeah. and, you know, you're not under the bright lights. That's and right. You've kind of forgotten about it a little yeah. bit. And I think Miguel Cotto is ex-world champion. He said it best. He said, when I won the world championship, I had 760 missed calls on my phone. Mm. He said, when I lost the world championship, mm. I had 14 and yeah. 10 was my mum. Yeah. It's the truth, Yeah. That's where you can see people going off the rails. Yeah. Yeah. Booze, drugs, yeah. everything else going with it. Yeah, dealing with, dealing with your own mind yeah. when you're not wanted anymore. Yeah, and we're going to back Frank Bruno's mental health charity for, for that exact reason. Yeah, and, you yeah know, he's going to be teaming up with us, Frank yeah. Bruno's mental health um, organisation. Funny enough, we're just going to announce that in a couple of weeks. Yeah. We're just putting... Brilliant. Put, and Frank Bruno's an ambassador of yours. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ambassador to the brand and sport, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, you loved it. What's, what, what countries is this sport illegal in? Well, it's not actually legal in many really countries and true. Let's yeah. go the other way then. What countries is it legal in? Well, really, it's only mainly the UK. So even in America where they do it, it's only legal in certain states. Is that right? You've got, you've got, well, state by state law. If you look at MMA, that only got that only got legal in France in a couple of years ago. Yeah. You know, New York only made MMA legal four or five years ago. You know, so wow. again, because it, it's state law, it's like having to deal with individual countries. Um, you know, obviously, listen, there's some crazy countries that, you know, we get we get mad views in the Philippines and Vietnam yeah. and some of the you know sort of mental sort of Russia and Ukraine yeah. and you know Brazil, strange, yeah, Brazil, massive hits in Brazil, yeah, Brazil. yeah really, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why, but yeah. but, they, but they love all the jujitsu and any sort of fighting. And it, well, going back to that business model, are you earning money out of broadcasting rights? We get money from broadcasting yeah. rights, but it all goes back into the into the pot, into the pot. So, okay. We're growing the brand at the moment, yeah. so there is no money. You know, let that be clear. There is we're not earning no money. We're just putting it back in, growing it, as we say. Hopefully, mm. you know. What's what's the ultimate goal? Because you're saying you've got the brand, it's very it's very young still. You're working out what the what the right route is to go down, you're working out the finances, and one day it's just gonna pop, I believe. Mm. It's gonna really pop in terms of financials. Where would you like to see this in the next three years for it to pop and someone say, you know what, this is this could be worth quite a lot of money? I think we're on that route, yeah. funny enough. Yeah. What about, you know, put myself you know, I've got to be careful not to blow it up too much, but yeah. we're definitely on that route, you know. We, we start where we started from to now the O2 to a show in Miami yeah. in talks with Thailand. Yeah. It's only going one way, isn't it? Mm. You know, we already go out live to 52 countries. Mm. We get millions of views mm. each show, don't we? So, yeah, we on YouTube and Facebook and what have you. Mm. It's just constantly growing. So, are you doing this to a point? So, then the broadcaster will say, Well, we're going to pay for this now. 
So but that's what we've done. So we've done quite a lot of deals. Like we got we got a really big audience in China, in the Philippines, where we give it them free for a minute. Yeah. Now listen, you're like, have it for nothing. Mm. Have it for nothing. We'll give you a year. See how you get on. Look at your viewing numbers, and then come back to us. So for instance, we're on BN Sports. Well, BN Sports are bigger than Sky, even though they're not they're not kind of big yeah. here. Um, Middle East, North Africa, and they love it. Their viewing numbers. They actually just did a whole. Sure. They did a whole day on bare knuckle yeah. Friday night. There's a whole night just repeats of our shows. Yeah. Um, so to to have that kind of viewership, they, we've just made commercials for them. So they're going to pump out commercials. They, they've got the Premier League rights for, I think it's about 90 countries. Yeah. So wow. we're going to be, our adverts are going to be on all that. So they're really kind of backing us. So you can see the viewership's there. Yeah. You know, and the next thing will be then a big deal. I think the next thing for me, and you'll probably back me on this as well, is is a broadcasting deal in the UK. 100%. You know, Premier Sports. 100%. Or someone like that. You know, it won't be, probably be a Sky first, but yeah. someone, even Bravo, yeah. that just takes a chance and goes, you know what, I'm going to put that on. Yeah. We haven't actually reached out to anyone. People normally reach out to us. I think the only person we really reached out to go and get was the O2. Yeah. Um, but I think now that now that COVID's over and we can plan events with faith that they're actually going to happen, I think that's the, that's the next step, you know, the buzz is back. Yeah. You can yeah, feel it. The last couple yeah. of shows, everyone's just so glad to be back. Yeah. The atmosphere was rocking, wasn't it? Yeah. It's really, it's nice to be back. Mm, absolutely. And what's the actual name? Is it Bare Knuckle Boxing or British Bare Knuckle Boxing? BKB, TM. So it's Bare Knuckle Boxing, trademark. Trademark. Yeah. So we've actually That's trademarked the initials. Yeah. Is that trademark worldwide? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Has been in place for still well since the O2. Yeah, that's when we got serious. That's yeah. when we thought, right, this is good. Yeah, we oh, so it took a bit of time. So we stayed as you know, remember we said a bit earlier, be bad and you be bad. Yeah. Um, until we managed to get the trademark in place, then it was like, right, now we're going to brand. And then when we do do it quite simple, like UFC, so it's BKB twenty six, BKB twenty seven. Yeah, we've had a couple of ones where we did like BKB lockdown and lockdown yeah. two, and uh, and we've branched off a couple of times but most times it's just like the ufc yeah. ufc 247 so we've just kind of followed that sort of business model and how much a ticket do you charge at the o2 to get in it starts at 40 50, 50. it's got 50, 50 yeah 50 okay. and then vip ringside effectively is 100 pounds yeah per great great value for money yeah it's great, it's great absolutely yeah. and what was, across this journey over this last five years have you ever come into any trouble with any people yeah, yeah, yeah we've had loads. Yeah, you, you tend to kill it more than me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, on the face, yeah, he stays behind the scenes. He does, yeah. Yeah, I don't and want any of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play it cool, Rodney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gets a death threat. I'm sure you need to speak to Jim. It's not me. I don't know anything about it. Yeah, yeah. I'm the one that goes, don't speak English. No, obviously, you know, like we said before, so obviously, you know, they decided in sort of the turn of the century to put gloves on and, and take the sport that way. Um, and then it was it carried on with sort of travellers and fair dues and gangsters and that kind of stuff. So when we got hold of it and took it away from that, obviously there was, you know, sort of animosity and stuff. And, you know, we've had death threats. I've had I've had people turn up at my door, the police turn up with my missus and say, we've had a credible death threat. We're going to we're going to sit outside for the evening and stuff. Um, and you know, most of the stuff is nonsense online, you know, mm. and, and you can take it with a pinch of salt. Um, but yeah, we've had lots of because it's had, a lot of people interested. We've had about to not four do bomb threats now. Yeah, bomb threats at the O2. We've had we've had in Newcastle. We had the dogs. Remember? Yeah, the dogs. We had to pay it, for yeah. the police dogs to come and and sniff around the place. Yeah, because a lot of people don't want it to don't want it to go that that way. Why were you getting threats to your family? I think because people didn't want to. They didn't want it changing. They wanted to stay kind of underground and sort of, you know, fair, fair play fights. And, you know, some of the, if you go into sort of YouTube stuff, some of the old, the Traveller Fair Play fights have got millions and millions of views. They make documentaries. Yeah. They had all these sort of things, you know, your Joe Joyce's and, yeah. you know, all that sort of things yeah. of people are familiar because they got fame out there. Well, yeah. if it's not 
if we're doing it in the O2, people are not going to be watching that. They're going to be watching in the O2. Right, okay. So it, it's it's in people's interest and, and, and naughty people yeah. for it not to happen. Yeah. You know, and, you know, early days, and like we said, it was at Dave Courtney's house. It was a lot of, you know, you would turn up, it was 99% males. Yeah. You know, it was a lot of testosterone, a lot of characters with long coats yeah, and yeah, yeah. furs. And you're thinking, oh, who's this geezer yeah. and that? So, and obviously we're just, we're just two normal blokes. Yeah, of course. You know, so yeah, but yeah, it was... I wouldn't say it was scary, but it, you know, it, it, you don't need that in your yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. No one yeah. likes that, even if then no, no one's going to actually follow through. It's yeah. still that thought laying in your bed, thinking it didn't bother was, me. Yeah, because it was all on it. Was, <laughs> yeah, he, he, he kept giving him my address. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you got the wrong geezer's address. You need. Yeah. So what's the what, what's the next big steps, lads? On your view, right now we're sitting here, twenty twenty two, mid twenty twenty two. What's the ultimate? If you could wave a magic wand, what would it be right now? We are ready for a TV deal. Yeah, Sky. We're ready for Sky. We yeah. really are ready for Sky. Sky, Sky needs Sky. to be coming, knocking in now. And yeah. Or BT Sports, someone, yeah, one yeah. of them two. Even Premier sort of Sports, Free Sports, any any of the one that's on the sort of Sky platform that more people can see it in this country. Because we get, you know, our live audience, you know, in China, we had like three million watch it mm. last time. Mm. You know, which when you think about it, like three million people watch the live show just in China. Yeah. But in this country, we're on a pay-per-view platform. We're on Fight TV, which is, you know, it's the biggest pay-per-view um, fight station in the world, but it's still pay-per-view. I'd like to get it off pay-per-view, get it on a British station for free and see more people. And then all of a sudden, I think then, boom, you, you know, it just go absolutely, you What's know. the production's good. You know, yeah. we have, we yeah. invest the, I was just about production. to say, how good is the production? Is it the same level as uh, Eddie Hearn does? It's good. No, I'd say it's, I would say it's probably, it's broadcast quality, but it's probably not quite as good as you know your matchrooms and stuff. Yeah, yeah you know? it's not, to be realistic, yeah, I'd say yeah, about eighty yeah, percent there. Yeah, yeah. So it's when you when you look at that business model, and I, so me looking in from being in this world, would it not be best to get a partner on board who lives and breathes it? Someone like Eddie who takes a percentage of your company and go, you know what, we can do this together as a team. I don't know what they would bring. If they if they if they bought in Sky or contacts, yeah, yeah. sponsors. Yeah. TV, yeah, broadcasting. They, yeah, if they could bring that into us, then yeah. obviously there's a conversation to be had. Social but, media, they could bring yeah. they could bring ridiculous amounts. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. But um yeah, it's it's there. Yeah. It's there, I suppose. But it's something I su- we've always just done it ourselves, yeah. haven't we? We um but we to put, brief it, but even to, though we're not doing to it. Get to that next level. It takes it to the next level. Yeah. I would be looking at that straight away. Mm. At least having conversations. What does this look like? What is this interest you? You know, go to the big guns and just see what it looks like. They might go, no, it's not for me, not for me. But you know, mate, you might get 1% idea out of, out of one meeting. Well, we actually did, did a, um, a sizzle for the company. What's for a sizzle? Just so what's the company about? Okay. You know, so if you, you like, you come in looking and you would know what, yeah. what's bare knuckle, what does bare knuckle mean? Yeah. So just a little, if I can watch something for two, three minutes, yeah. what is it? What is bare knuckle? And we, we just we just did that. I'll send it send it to yeah. you in a minute as well and you can have a little look yourself. If you were to explain represent. to the listener now, what is bare knuckle and what is the business model what would you say it's the best nights on combat sports I'd say if you the like combat night, sports yeah. come if you don't like combat sports don't come yeah. you're not going to like any of them but if you like any combat sports come and watch a bare knuckle show give it mm. a go honestly yeah. or watch watch it before you come and mm. have a look you know mm. it's amazing it really is wow brilliant 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 concept lads I totally get it I totally get it I'm, I'm intrigued to see where this journey can go mm. I'm really intrigued on how much a fighter gets and when we can get, we, when you can get that fighter to be a professional bare knuckle fighter the whole year that is sustainable for him to feed his family. Yeah. You've got, yeah. you have got to remember as well, along them lines is, um, there's UFC fighters who, who work other jobs. Yeah. There's matchroom people, there's people who fought for world championships who go and 
Who's I'm back on the tools one, next week. Matt Truman, and on the Monday went to work. Road there's work. been a load. I, I would, I, yeah. I'd probably say you'd be surprised who's actually a full time athlete. Yeah. I, I bet you ninety ninety five percent of professional fighters work a job as well. Yeah, interesting. It's really really interesting. Tell me about the bomb threat. Yeah. It was yeah, weird, so, wasn't it? It just come out of the yeah. blue. Was, um... So we we had a show in Newcastle. It was Newcastle, and they um yeah. The, so we'd had the meeting in the venue. We were due to in the way, and they're like, we've had a credible a credible threat of a bomb here. Like, what can we do? Because obviously this is the this is the this day is of the on show. The day. Oh, so yeah, we're man. thinking like, right, okay, what what can we do to keep the show on? And it's this, that, and the other. The police then going away, coming back. Um, I was like, have you got any bomb dogs? We're happy to to pay it. Yeah. To you know to finance it. Tell yeah. it what it costs anyway. So lucky enough, the first guy we got was a bit of a bit of an idiot, and I think he was was happy the event wasn't going to happen. Yeah. We managed then to get an inspector mm. who was kind of very pro, nice guy, approachable, understood what we was doing, understood what it meant for the fighters if if the show had to be pulled on the day. Who then arranged a dog team to come down and 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 search the premise. So we had to get everyone out, sniff the dogs all round. Yeah. yeah, but it, they said it was credible. You know, we've had lots of. I think almost every show, I think something. someone phones up with some, yeah, some well, nonsense. First too, there was yeah. a terrorist. Yeah. Um, one of the fighters was... Um, oh, Al-Qaeda. They <laughs> yeah. photoshopped his face yeah. onto an Al-Qaeda. Yeah. And really? they, they said he's Al-Qaeda. So it was obviously when all the, yeah. the ISIS was going on. And then they took that as a real photo. I was like, it, it, it's clearly Photoshop. Yeah. Look at his you hands. Know, I, know. I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like... And they were like, oh, yeah. 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 It was honestly yeah, that crazy. They, they, thought gave, we had, they gave it away. <laughs> yeah, just they, a bit. they thought it was Apple Hands or someone yeah. was fighting for us. It was like, yeah. That, so it was just, yeah, then, then, that, that period sort of 2016 to 2018 yeah. was, was, was always difficult. You yeah, know, you sure. just Right up until the event started, you didn't know what, what was going to happen. It's important, though, we all said this, to get through that. Yeah. yeah. And we don't get nothing out. Yeah. And we got, just, they got, know they've got nowhere to go with it. Yeah, so we yeah. always said that. Have time. you got any competitors? Not in the UK. What happened to that brand? What about the brand you spoke about before? You know, before you took it over and you said, right, did you take that brand on and change the name? Yeah. 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 Okay. And so why, did, why did you take that brand on and how much did you pay for that brand? I kid you not, I think it was about £100 I gave him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Genuinely, I gave him about effect. £100. Yeah. yeah. The guy didn't, he wasn't that interested, yeah, okay. to be fair. And all I did was just take the fan base on Facebook yeah. page. Literally. Okay. Then I changed the name, moved it across. The rest is history. Okay. That, that might be the best hundred pound anyone in spent. sport has ever spent. It might have even been fifty quid now, for <laughs> but it was either fifty or hundred. Yeah. I can't remember what, the, uh, whatever that number is. Yeah. Red, red, red ones I gave him, but yeah, it wasn't many. <laughs> there is um, there's a couple of companies in America, like we, I, yeah. I said earlier, we, we've teamed up with. Yeah. Um, the problem we have in the UK is there's people who do it, but they don't do it to a professional standard. Okay. And the problem is, and um, we were talking about it earlier, and we said actually about yourself, a festival. And then Joe said, didn't didn't someone die at the festival? Mm. And then Stu was like, no, 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 it wasn't this festival, it was another one. Yeah. That's the problem with bare knuckle. Yeah. So if something happens at one of these shows where they don't have professional medical care, yeah. care they don't have this, all they're going to do is... The sports Link dead before it, it starts. Sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the and that's the problem is 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 so many people just do it because they think because you know we appear to be big yeah. and they think there's there's money in it. Yeah, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna nick a few quid and yeah. do it. Yeah, and then they don't do it and they cut corners on standards and all the stuff that we spend so much money on. Yeah, they cut the corners. But it's if there's any problems and and there's anything that happens, yeah. we're all gonna get lumped in together. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's the and that's the that's the problem. But that's the problem. In anything, if you've got to own a nightclub and someone overdoses in the club, nightclubs yeah. get. Tarnish. Yeah. Same with a festival. Same yeah. with a concert. Yeah. Same yeah. with a uh, boxing. Whatever it may be. Yeah. Rugby. The head collisions these days. Oh, you know, everything yeah. going on. The head collisions and and uh, 
But, but to, the mm. difference is obviously with them sports, festivals and rugby yeah. and football, yeah. they're established sports. Yeah. They get away with it. You know, people not regularly, but reasonably regularly die in glove boxing. Mm. But glove boxing can still happen. Mm. You know, I, I think it's about 50 people a year across the world dying mm. from professional glove boxing. So, but because it's established, I think if bare knuckle did it, 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 it could just just destroy the whole thing before yeah. it before it kind of it goes up. What celebrities have you had at your fights before? Oh God! Um, for me, football mad Joe Cole. Joey Cole. Joey yeah. Cole. West Ham legend. Oh, legend through and through. <laughs> yeah. It was funny because Frank Bruno was there and Joey Cole was there and there was a big queue to um, get pictures with yeah. Frank. Can you remember? Yeah. And I just walked straight past, straight up to Joey. I got about six pictures. Yeah. 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 Quality. Like, oh. I we've, said, we've had, you need to come play for Watford. <laughs> we've had a lot of um, lot of artists play at the show, you know, sort of um, Big Nasty, Chasing Big Nasty's Status. Big doing next show. Yeah. Uh, next show, yeah, in June. Oh, lovely. And they just want to do it. A lot yeah. of them just, you know. Want to be involved. Yeah. What's Dave yeah. Courtney's involvement? He's just a friend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's just a good, he's a good lad. Yeah. Dave. He's got some lad. stories, hasn't he? Oh, yeah. God, do you know what? I'd like to get Dave on here, on we his could podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, love it. Easy, yeah. yeah. I could arrange that, no problem. Yeah. He's a media whore, isn't he? So anything, yeah, it just, it. It just goes away. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be like a three-hour yeah, one. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You'd have to get I'll be like, proof. and then what happened? Yeah. And then what happened? You wouldn't have to say anything. You just go, hello, Dave. And he just talk for the next three hours. And you just say, well, cheers, Dave. Thanks a lot. And that's, that's, that's I will say this, though. Dave's one of the nicest men on that. Yeah. Genuinely. Yeah. You know, yeah. as, as With a lot of them sort of guys, I went, we say? No, you know, no, yeah. He's lovely. Top, top people. I went to Dave Courtney's opening of his movie in 2001 in Streatham. He, owned, he, he uh, had the nightclub there and put his movie. I can't remember the name of the movie. I should remember. It was about, it was about 80, 80 of us in there. It was a cracking night. I can't yeah. remember what the film was called. See, see, no. we, see we, yeah. we, we, 20 we, years ago. Yeah. We've mm. been on he's every... He's a top boy, isn't he? Yeah. He is. He's a yeah. nice guy. We've been on every platform um, going because Dave's with us since the early days mm. and it's kind of... He's always supported it. You know, he used to get shouts out from Charlie Bronson yeah. and all that in the early days. Mm. Obviously... As well, Charlie Bronson, who's been banged up for yeah, like 40 yeah, years. Yeah, he used to, yeah, used, he used to, we used to play a thing in the early days. Like, oh, lads, I really respect what you're doing. And everyone would just stand there listening <laughs> to it and all that. But obviously, you know, it was all a little bit moody and all that. But we wanted to attract women. So we had to kind of move away a little bit yeah. from that as much as it's, you know, respectful. But Dave will always be welcome at the show. He's always supported the show, yeah. always pushed out tickets. Yeah. Um, he's but, got a good heart on him and a proper yeah. funny character. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> What's, um, just just uh, tapping on that, he said you want to get more women involved. Is there any female bare knuckle boxing? It'll be very soon. Really? Be very soon. Yeah, yeah, very soon. But what we what we did want to do because it's it's a different sport again. You know, even some of the glove professionals, the MMA fights, they look like kind of like football mums. You know, yeah. like outside of Asda or whatever yeah. fighting. And it's not a good look. What we wanted was the... <laughs> was, yeah, like a pissed, yeah, pissed yeah. dolphin on the yeah, back. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chantel, get over here! Yeah, and shan each other. And you're thinking, oh, no. Like, don't want don't to look at them. We didn't want the first couple to be like that. So um, I'm friends with Chantel Cameron. She's who's a WBC World Glove Champion. She'll yeah. do bare knuckle when she finishes. We just want the first one to be one that people go like... Wow. Yeah, exactly yeah. that. Yeah. Exactly that. That's what females are about. Just going back to that saying what someone could bring to the table... Someone who, who, who's super wealthy could bring to the table, could hold a little dangly carrot to attract some MMA massive faces to come and fight in the bare knuckle, to put bare knuckle really on the world map. It does, but we've we've had a few bare knuckles, not massive, massive names, but we tend to find that the MMA guys like MMA. Yeah. yeah. It didn't do much for the brand. See, I'll tell, yeah. you, I'll tell you, I can give you an example. In America, they had, um, on the American one, they had a Pay Van Zandt. She's got 1.5 million followers just on her Instagram yeah. and stuff. They did like 11,000 pay-per-view for that event with her on. It just didn't transition the yeah. fans of her in MMA yeah. into the bare knuckle. So what we've done is, 
Um, so she so, was getting 11,000 on a pay-per-view on MMA? No, no, she got oh. 11,000 for her bare-knuckle fight. Okay. She was in the UFC. Yeah. Um, good and how much, how much was it a pop? $20 or something. Yeah. $20, yeah. okay. Yeah, something like that. Okay. But, but she, I think she got well, she got hundreds of thousands for that fight. Yeah, okay. Um, and on a multi-fight contract. As so well, the they, promoter lost a fortune? Yeah, he yeah, must yeah. have done his okay. nuts on it. So yeah. um, this is what I'm saying. So it doesn't always, we found organic growth. Yeah. You know, slow organic growth and every show go right. We put another five hundred on our viewership on our yeah. pay per view and stuff, and and you know our audience now we watch it live is millions. Like I said mm. earlier, three mm. million just in China, millions and millions watch the show live. Mm. Um, it's just making sure now to get that monetized, mm. you know. And I think that's the that's the thing, you know. We've got that's we've, the next step, yeah. yeah. And then we can yeah. we got around a quarter of a million on our socials yeah. across the platforms. We get great traction, you know. We've got loads of. We've probably got thousands of videos with over a million hits mm. and various spells. What's yeah. happened? You know, we've been on. Um, Amazon Prime documentary. We've got our own Amazon Prime documentary. We've been on Netflix. Sky. I've got a, I've got a great contact. It'd be a brilliant partner for you. What we're gonna talk live or? Yeah, Mate, <laughs> yeah. I'd be all over this. Yeah. Oh, it's you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He wants to talk numbers now. Yeah, 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 mate. Lads, I've really, really enjoyed this conversation. It's fascinating what you've done so far, especially having two years in pandemic as well. Mm. I think the growth of this sport could be huge. Mm. And if you keep concentrating on that brand and tweaking the brand, improving the brand and get that organic until one day it's just going to pop. Yeah. And then you have all the contracts in place for the broadcasters and the sponsors and da, 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 da. And, and that's where we've got, a, 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 a you know, because a lot of these businesses like yours with the festivals mm. and stuff as well, it's all goodwill, you know, in terms of what it's what it's yeah. worth. You know, we've got obviously having, owning the initials BKB is a yeah. huge thing. And then also all our fighters are contracted to us. So that's a big thing as well. Yeah. You're actually not just buying a company or get involved in a company you're getting involved in the brand of the fighters. And, you know, people used to challenge us the early days of like, what's the longevity of a bare knuckle fighter? Can't be many. We've got, we've got Jimmy Sweeney who's had 30 bare knuckle fights. How heavy, how heavy is Jimmy Sweeney? 76 kilo. 76, okay. Yeah. And then we've got Sean George who's, who's 20 fights. So we've got, we've got dozens of fighters with 10 fights plus, yeah. which breaks any argument people have got going like, oh yeah, but it's not a long career. Yeah. You, you know, you, you're going to do a couple and then you're done. Yeah. Well, what's to stop someone coming in and calling it great, Britain's great British bare knuckle boxing and rival you well as long as they haven't got the logo or anything close to it then you know there's nothing stopping anything you know same as anything competition's good I could start a boxing company called Splash Room Mm. you know you can't do much about it can (laughs) they no of course of course but but what I'm saying is they've they've got 40 years behind them this is very embryonic right Mm. now isn't it how do you speed things up to protect your brand before someone comes in and goes you know what I've seen a chink in their armour I'm going to set up my own brand and I'm going to fast forward this because I've got deeper pockets and I've got more contacts. It's the same as anything. Same as football. I'll get, I'll, my, my game's football. It's like, you know, it's like Manchester United. Man City come in, spend more money, they're the champions. Mm. It happens. It's got, if that happens, it happens. There's not mm. much we can do about it, you know. So you don't have any fear of that happening? No. No, no. 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 Okay. Stay in our lane. Yeah. yeah well, our we've lane. got um, things happening. We've got TV deals in the pipeline, yeah. obviously that are going to be happening and we're in talks with a betting company so there'll be legal betting on the comp- on yeah. the sport and that. And that's a big move obviously that's a big move that's massive yeah so you know this this should be coming in the next few months so how do you it is constantly growing how do you create so you, so the fighters you don't own the fighters but they're contracted to you that they can't fight another bare knuckle boxing match no why are they signing that contract because it gives them longevity for their brand so it gives them multi-fights within a, with a fin and it gives them faith to have we're going to promote them you know, we're going yep. to take them brands. So when we said earlier about we're not bringing in guys at TikTokers that have got, say, like a 500,000 followers. YouTubers. We've got, yeah, yeah, we've got guys that are normal guys, just fighters who a lot of the time don't understand the marketing side of, of the business. Yeah. And we're making them. 
big stars. Yeah. Know, we're giving them shine. We're giving them millions of views and, yeah. and platform and stuff. So it's that double, it's that double sort of... A whammy. really good mate of mine, Barry Hearn, who obviously you know who's the, yeah. who's, uh, who's the biggest independent sports promoter worldwide. Yeah. If you ever listen to his story, he tells some great stories. It's always about creating characters of your fighters mm. or the people on your books. Are you creating characters for any of your fighters? Massively. That's Massive, yeah. We've got a few, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. We've definitely got a few of them. But um But they might be characters, but are you creating a character around them? We don't we don't whether it's a name, whether it's something linked. Everyone's got see the thing is fighters don't realise a lot of the time they their story. You know, I was, we got a guy called Ryan Barrett and I was talking to him exactly about it. So his ex Royal Marine Commando, which is self is cool, he's got a clostomy bag. Yeah. He fights with a clostomy bag. Yeah. And I was like, Ryan, that's what you need to get out there. So you need to be speaking to people. That's your story. Yeah. So people can buy into that and go like, hold on, what? You fight bare knuckle. Yeah. You, you, you know, you've got a bag. You was in the Marines. Yeah. That's your story. And everyone's got a different one. We've got other guys like, for instance, I said earlier, Sean George, one of the most experienced bare knuckle fighters. His story is just the fact is he's a family guy yeah. who works on the tools, who gets up at four o'clock in the morning to go running. He finishes at six o'clock, who then goes and does his session at, yeah. at six, seven o'clock. Then goes back and has dinner with his kids and puts them to bed yeah. and then does it again. Yeah. You know, and then anyone who does that, you know, works. Of course. Normal respect. jobs. Massive are looking at thinking, look what that guy's doing. Yeah. Yeah. Look what that guy's doing. And then because people only see that 10 minutes they're fighting. Yeah. They don't see the journey behind it. So, yeah, we're, we're, I think we're pretty good at, at building that. And, mm. and and we've got faith in building that story of the people because we've got longevity with them. Mm. So it kind of gives it a promoter. Whereas a promoter sometimes like if you bring guy in for one fight, you just care about that one fight and then it's done. See you later. Mm. Thank you very much. Mm. Gents, fantastic story. Brilliant story. I wish you all the best moving forwards on this. Where can people find you? So um, if, you, if you can find our website, so BKB World, you can find that. All the socials, BKBTM. We're on every every kind of platform, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, yeah. Facebook. Um, they're all active. All our you know, fights are on YouTube as well. There's plenty of fights on there to have, you know, have a look at. Um, just one on top of my head, if you, you've put in... Um, Canelli versus Franco into YouTube. Have a look at that one. It's a seven. It's our first seven round fight. Seven round. Yeah, and they just Bloody went toe to toe for seven oh, rounds. No one got dropped. It just literally was an absolute wow. war. And you're looking at it, you're thinking like, how's he still standing? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's a good one to have okay, a look so at. Okay, so they can find you on there. But the other thing is as well is when you said about journeys that we just haven't touched on quickly is, is we have people from all different walks of life. Yeah. So it's not just, you know, your stereotypical, the local pub bully. It's quite the opposite. Yeah. Most of these guys are really softly spoken. You know, Quiet. Yeah. yeah. we got a Scottish guy. I always give us the best example. Tony Lafferty. Ginger hair. Yeah. Big thick glasses. If you see him in a booze, you'd be like, go away, yeah. Specky. Get yeah. out of here. And he's one of the toughest Something. geezers you've ever seen. He's yeah. like, you know, like in Scotland, they're made from granite. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mate, but if you saw him, you'd be like, he ain't no fighter. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> Such a nice guy. Yeah. Down to yeah. Earth. Isn't that lovely? Yeah. When cool. you're, how humble and beautiful they are yeah. outside the ring and they can just flip the switch. Yeah. yeah. Give me one fighter who you think he could take on anyone in the UK. One of our fighters. One of your fighters who's the toughest, biggest man, heavyweight, who would take on anyone in the UK. Well, all our fighters, actually, that, that's the beauty of it is we've actually lost people that were world champions for before because they w- wouldn't fight certain people. You know, that because fighters as well, you know, fighters will go, I'll fight any man yeah. for his mother. It's absolutely nonsense. Yeah. 80%, 90% of fighters, actually, that's not true. You know, and then what they do is they go, if the money's right. Well, what we said earlier, yeah. I'd fight anyone if the money's yeah. right. It means yeah. that means nothing. It doesn't well, everyone's mean you're got, tough. Everyone's got a price. Yeah. I might give you a price. You go, I'm not yeah. worth that. Yeah. I'm, I'm worth more than that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, that's, and that's it. But so... We've got lads who literally, you know, like for instance, I said again, Sean, I bring Sean up. Sean George won his world title. He then went up a weight to fight Jimmy Sweeney, who were the best two fighters in the world. So, what weight did he go to? So, he was at 73 and he went up to 76 to fight 
to try and be a double world champion. Yeah, okay. That would never happen in glove boxing. Yeah, yeah. He'd have had another couple of fights or ducked yeah. a couple of people. And like I said, we've had guys who won world championships and it's like, right, you know, um, that's your next fight. Oh, no, I'm not sure about that one. And da, da, da. Leave then. Yeah. Go then. Yeah. We're not interested. When I think about bare knuckle bucks, I just think like Roy Shaw. Yeah. yeah Lenny McLean. Lenny McLean, yeah. Roy yeah. Shaw. And there's a load of them. Yeah. Mm. Name me one fighter, heavyweight, who you think he would take on anyone in the UK? Well, the heavyweights, we've got, we've actually got the just title. one name. I just want so, one name. You go, you know what? Jesus Christ, I'd hate to go against him. Um, I'd go, I'm going to go Dan Podmore. We've got our heavyweights fighting for the world title this show coming up. So, at the O2? At the O2, yeah. And where's Dan Podmore from? He's from Birmingham. Is he? Yeah. And then he's How fight- big? So he's he's about 17 stone, six foot two, something like that. So he's quite a small heavy in terms, but we actually fight in a 16-foot ring. Yeah. So it's a lot smaller than the ring. So then big heavyweights, yeah. if they stand in the centre of the ring, they can take two steps either way yeah. and, and on the ropes. Okay. So there's nowhere to hide. There's yeah. no like it's not like some big 24-foot ring and yeah. you can move move about. It's you're there, you're you're there in so someone's face. It's a 14-foot ring. Yeah. Wow. I yeah. have to give you two, but he's not heavyweights. So I'm gonna say Dan Chapman. Yeah, Dan Chapman. Where's he from? Wales. Wales. Yeah. Absolutely. How heavy? Amazing. How heavy? 69 kilos. 69, okay. He's yeah. a small lad. And then Barry Jones. Yeah. Yeah. They're probably the best two. So he's 70, Barry 76. Yeah. He's fought everywhere from 73 up to 80. That, the, he's the, unbeaten. The Welsh are actually Welsh as well. more represented than anywhere Is in, that in right? terms of the population. Yeah. The Welsh, there's there's nearly as many Welsh fighters as we've got English fighters. And you think the population is a lot, a lot smaller. Well, but Wales are what, 3 million? Yeah, yeah, but that's sixty six. But million? I think I think I read oh, somewhere that yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> tough the, boys, aren't oh, they? You figure world champions yeah. come from that small little area in South Wales, yeah, because they all come from that area in South Wales. It's not Swansea, many Cardiff, yeah, 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 all that okay. the valleys, the yeah. Rondas, all them sort of places. They're tough people down there. You know, we've wow. had so many Welsh fighters, yeah, but oh. then we've only had two Scottish lads. Interesting, yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah. That'd be great to put Wales on the map because I don't think many people would know that. Yeah. Yeah, Go on, Welsh. Wales. Yeah, I'm married in Wales. Wales. My missus is Welsh. Yeah, they're, 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 they're a different breed. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. in the water, definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Gentlemen, absolutely loved it. I really appreciate you taking the time and coming to the studio and having a really nice conversation. Thanks for having us Cheers, on. Cheers, buddy. Working. Top man. Yeah.